welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here this week with Lucy. Hi, Ben. Hey. Hello. Did I say us. what episode it was? Yeah, it's three, five, six for go, those three, five, who, who really care and, you know, are, you know, noting this down. Exactly. Which is not us. We're, well, <laughs> we're, we're a leap year in now. We're done. We're good. Oh, yeah. ah, that's it. That's it. One episode for every day of the year. If you need to catch up with us, oh, God. Um, I wouldn't subject that anybody to that. <laughs> it's another yeah, I mean, form of torture. That yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe jump through to like episode. I don't know. When did you come on, Lucy? Thirty, forty, something around there. Uh, so jump forward a bit where say, the quality suddenly lifts. Uh, I don't know about that. Debatable if the quality got better. <laughs> or not. It did. It did. Um, <laughs> Should we open some beers? It's still January. Um, what are you somehow? It's so month. Um, I mean, I I have been drinking off the pot, so it hasn't mm-hmm. you know hasn't been long in that sense. But it's it's been like five. It's going to be like five Tuesdays or something in, in a month, and it's like, <laughs> what's that about? Um, I am drinking. Hold on, is that um, a, I'll get it when pouring it, a Northern Monk Holy Ooh. Faith. Oh, which nice, I th- okay. I, th- I think you've had before, not on the pod, but just uh, generally, have you? Yes, maybe, I think so. Is that when, yeah, I think I, I, think I mentioned that I've had that before. Yeah. A little brown um, can. Yes, yeah. 0.5%. Hazy oh, yeah. uh, Pale Ale. Is there anything else? No, no, no flavour text. And I can't see any any hops, if any. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, yeah, this alcohol free. It doesn't really matter. What's in it. <laughs> it's got some stuff in it. Yeah, it's got gluten in it. Um, no, I can't really see anything. No, just um, yeah, Northern Monk Holy Faith. Nice. 25% alcohol um, free. I did see uh, Stephen, uh, previous guest, uh, Points of Brew, mm-hmm. uh, uh, posted up. He had uh, alcohol free, or again, 0.5% uh, beer from Northern Monk. Um, that was, I think it was called Hop Water, and it's literally just hops and water. They've, they've taken everything oh, yeah. else out yeah, of it. I saw that. Um, and I think his description said it was basically just like a fizzy flavoured water. It's like. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's almost what is that all foam? Is that the is that just head? No, it's it's all just very very light straw. It looks like wow. lemonade. It looks like uh, you know craft lemonade. Craft cloudy like, lemonade. Yeah, um, yeah, just like solid block. Can't see anything through it. Um, yeah, Yummy. interesting. Um, <laughs> did I drink it out of the can when I had it? Maybe I did, and never saw what it actually uh, what it actually looks like. Maybe that's a bit more flattering for alcohol-free beers. Maybe you should just never pour them and never well, look at them. But then maybe, I maybe. would have been like, I think the blue of last week's beer from Mash Gang was <laughs> a definite signal just to like stop there. So I was appreciative that I did pour yep. that one out. Yeah, it's a it's a nice warning sometimes <laughs> yes. um, on the colour. Um, <laughs> Saying that, I'm going to pour mine into a glass. Um, I am going to drink a beer I've mentioned before, uh, Clearhead. 
which again is a 0.5% alcohol-free beer from Bristol Beer Factory. Um, it's got mosaic and citra in it. There you go, that's the, mm-hmm. the can. Um, it's labelled a mental health movement IPA uh, because on the flavour text it says, thank you, buying this beer means you're helping to start real conversations and saving lives. How? Talk Club is a talking and listening movement to help people get mentally fit. 5% of the clearhead profits go directly to the Talk Club charity, creating a sustainable, positive mental health community. Uh, It's got lactose in it. Uh, Water barley, wheat, hops, yeast, lactose. Uh, Obviously it said it was mosaic. Yeah, mosaic and citra on the front as well. But yeah, 0.5%. I think I mentioned it a, a, a little while ago, a couple of weeks back. Um, it's a beer I've sampled before when other people have had it and I've had a sip um, so yeah as my last one I thought I'd go for something that people have said, lots of other people have gone this is decent yeah, yeah. I think outside of the podcast it won't be my last foray into alcohol free beers after the pod because mm-hmm. my, my curiosity's peaked um, maybe it's more morbid curiosity rather than just any other curiosity because yeah. I want to see if like it's actually any that are good. <laughs> uh, Brulo still remains um, mm. the last. Is it Lust for Life? I think it's called. Still remains uh, my top one so far. So. Okay. Okay. Well, how is the Northern Monk? Uh, still yellow. Um, the carbonation's pretty much all gone at this point. Um, zero head. So mm-hmm. it doesn't even look like lemonade at this point. Smells smells really nice though. Mm. Like, hmm. Like like a light light peach smell mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, that's a really nice smell. Mm. If I could eat the smell, I'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You almost want to kind of take the experiment that step further and have a can of faith there as well. Um, if this is, you know, if this is the sort of the de-alcoholed version of Faith, just to see how they compare, really. Um, it's not bad. I think because mm-hmm. you got quite a lot of bitterness on there. You're not getting that. Um, not quite getting picking up that peach on the taste profile. Yeah. Taste-wise, um, tastes a little bit chalky. Hmm. Mm. Mm. But not. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. I don't really know how to describe this because it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it tastes. The, the mouthfeel is definitely chalky. Um, in terms of taste, I wouldn't say it's. I mean, it's not overly citrus or fruity. But I am picking up on something. Maybe you could. The, the closest thing to describe it as is something that's a bit, you know, citric. But I think the bitterness is, you know, what I've said for the last couple of weeks. I think that really carries these alcohol free beers. Mm. I think give me the bitterness, you're most of the way there for me mm-hmm. to make it somewhat palatable. Um,. But yeah, it, it it doesn't leave anything else on the end of the taste other than that bitterness, really. It doesn't... Okay. Uh, yeah, it's... Hmm. 
Because I think what I'm picking up a lot of is like, as I take a sip, is the inhale of that aroma. And it's like, ooh, am I conflating that with the taste? Because yeah. like the aftertaste and even like moving my face away from the glass, I can't really taste much of anything. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, these are, these are, you know, like cloying chalk like feeling in, in the mouth afterwards, which isn't, isn't that. It, it, I'm probably making it sound worse than it is, um, but it isn't. It's not pleasant. I'd rather it isn't there, but um, yes, it's not completely off-putting. But yeah, the, 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 it's not much to it. It's very watery, no body. Mm. Um, as I say, the bitterness is the only thing propping it up from being just okay. nothing. I'd rather drink air. You know, so yeah, no, no, another one on the scrappy again. Brulo still, still reigns uh, supreme yeah, yeah. so far. Um, cool. I would get into this one. Yeah, it looks a, nice... a bit more like a beer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's very clear. You know, it is a, it is a clear. It's got a touch of haze to it, but again, it's a really light straw color. Again, a um, little bit of head. That carbonation stuck around just a touch as well. Um, Bit of sweetness on the nose. Getting more of that mosaic, maybe. But it's got a nice, you know, it's a nice nose. It's sort of like standard IPA. What do you think an IPA smells like? This is what you think an IPA <laughs> smells yeah. like. A little bit of citrus. That's good, at least. Ooh. Well, it's refreshing to start with. Good. Um, again, it's... <laughs> it's interesting because it, it's it's this it's a similar kind of thing to what you've got. So that bitterness mm-hmm. is there, but it's got just a little and, and a very early hint of um, citrus, maybe a little bit more lemony than anything on there. Um, it's got a kind of a it's not quite grapefruit, but it's definitely a slightly sweeter mm-hmm. fruit. In there as well, sat there. And both of those come in quite quickly, with the bitterness building off of that quite nicely. So again, whether it is a little bit of grapefruit and that's just leaning in towards that bitterness, um, it's really easy to drink. Like even with that bit of bitterness as well, it's not harsh in any way. Um, it it kind of almost feels like it's a or feels like it's a traditional beer brewery's take on a craft beer. You know, it's almost like oh we've just been brewing kind of, you know, very flat trad English IPAs. Now we're making yeah. a craft IPA and this is almost what you would kind of expect of that sort of uh, uh level. So they've got much I think this one has got much closer than any right. of the other ones oh, okay. that I've drunk so far. Um, again, the 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 Brulo which I had off air um, last week sometime. Um, again, little bit sweet, maybe. That was yeah. the only yeah. sort of not not downside necessarily, but that was kind of the pushing yes. flavour for for the Brulo. Like really, really sweet. Um, this doesn't have that kind of overriding sweetness. It sort of says, here's a little bit of citrus. Here is a little bit of of, of tropical sweetness as well. Here's a lovely bit of bitterness. Bam. Done. 
Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that sticks around for a little bit. It doesn't dry out too much. I could easily go back to it now. I could easily talk for another sort of 30 seconds, two minutes uh, before having to have another sip. So it's not doing anything big. It's not big flavors. It's not trying to change anything too much, but it's reasonably solid as a okay. you know an entry level IPA. Let's say this is it. It, it, it tastes like a supermarket IPA. Um, you know something that is just very standard and is going to go. Yeah, we're an IPA. Here it is, one pound fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you spoke of the bitterness not being harsh. Um, I think as I haven't taken like another sip of this Northern Monk. That bitterness is starting to feel harsh on mine. Okay. Like, I think in the absence of nothing else, it's the bitterness is a, a bit overpowering, which is a bit right. weird. It's like it's like eating into like well, not eating into like a whole raw onion, but you know, like after you've had a salad or something <laughs> like that, and it's like maybe the last bite was like a bit of red onion or something mm. like that. You just got that little bit of acridity and that bit of harshness on your palate still that's what this tastes like um yeah okay not great not great not great yeah unfortunate yeah. um this but, is the last week of doing this shit so yeah exactly <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to we'll move on to big boy beers uh, or, or some kind of beers that have uh, any uh, beer back to normal any any beer yeah, absolutely um, it definitely calls for a trip to the bottle shop um <laughs> At the weekend, or, or, or when I'm back You'll next be week, dancing down those aisles in the beer shop. You will <laughs> just like, how much money do I have? Oh, who cares? This <laughs> yes. one, this one. Let me write you a one. check. <laughs> <laughs> if you could cash it in six months' time, please, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes, we should go and see yeah. what we've been missing, or what I've been missing for uh, for a month. Um, before we move on to games, Lucy, just just swiftly, uh, you mentioned having some you know beers off air. You went out and uh, and tried Putty, didn't you? And I know about this time last yeah. year when Putty released, we had a little Putty party um, mm-hmm. with uh, with Tom from We Are Beer. Um, we all grabbed that year's version. I was going to say month, but it's not. It's yearly. Um, how how was this one? How was this year's? Yeah, I mean. Rewind back 12 months and, you know, probably the same thoughts. Like, it, it did evoke, you know, it's like I haven't had that beer in a year, but it did evoke a lot of the feelings that I had last year. It's a, it's, it's a very good double IPA, you know? Um, mm. It's, it's you know... I'd say it was on the level of, um, like, some of the cloud water you know, when they came out with their whole version mm, 30, nice. whatever. It's, it's on that kind of level. Um, you know, just very... It's, it's, it's an old-school juice bomb, and I don't think many people, like, have even the ability, given that prices are going up and everything, mm-hmm. um, are making nowadays. Um, and, like, you know, a lot of people are scrimping and saving, so people may not want to buy double IPAs that are on tap yeah. that are like you know five pound for a half so it, it's 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 like a throwback to a simpler time <laughs> so in that sense it's nice but but yeah just really fruit forward got a nice uh you know he- heavy bodied and you know nice viscous taste to it and just 
I could have sat there drinking that all day, you know, mm, but um, mm. you know that eight percent would have caught up on me real quick. But um, <laughs> yeah, just just a really pleasant beer. I don't think it's worth all the hype. I think mm-hmm. I guess it's more of tradition rather than anything at this point. But um, but I wouldn't go absolutely do do lally to get your hands on a can. Especially when Verdant do other double IPAs, which are just as nice, you yeah. know. Um, but I think having it on draft definitely, you know, raised uh, raised the bar for it. Because if it was just in a can, it would just be like, okay, I can get double mm. IPAs like this uh, elsewhere. But um, yeah, uh, you know, it's all part of the uh, being a fan of beer, I guess. Sometimes you just get caught into some releases. I mean, it's impossible to, you know, keep up with them all. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. it's like, you know, one that's like, just has a marker in a certain month. It's January. At the end of January, everyone's dying for it to be February. It's, it's, it's a nice way to, you know, sign off the month. And it, and it probably brings, you know, businesses who are struggling at this time more business, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, probably brings... Well, it definitely brings first more businesses, but you know, going to a tap room or a bottle shop, people will go out and get that. So I guess it's net good. There's nobody mm. like stabbing anybody else over getting a can of putty. It's not quite, you know, uh, Air Jordan's level um, <laughs> kind of madness. So yeah, why not? Why not? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's probably a really good time to uh, to bring an event beer out and, and get a bit more hype around it as some people maybe are coming out of their you know dry january buy a couple of cans in or something like that ready to to, to have or to get out to a uh, a bar potentially for something like an event bit um nice um cool let's talk about games then um i've played a little game okay. uh, i don't yeah, imagine it's going to be little on its full release but i've actually played a demo okay of the new SteamWorld game. Oh, yeah. Um, which What's it called is again? very Steam simply World? called SteamWorld Build. Um, mm. It is a, it's an interesting take on a kind of city builder type game. Um, very much leaning into, you know, uh, sort of like the idea of, of SteamWorld. Going back to SteamWorld Dig. A little bit more um, than sort of the other games that have come out, because the you know the the SteamWorld games have have gone across quite a reasonable amount of genres so far, mm-hmm. um, with their kind of steampunk aesthetic and, and stuff carrying across. Um, build keeps sort of keeps the aesthetic. Um, it's gone to three D because it's a, a you know a builder game, uh, um, sort of city builder. I say 3D, it's all still kind of top-down isometric views mm-hmm. on everything. Um, but it, it follows sort of similar kinds of trappings as a, as a building uh, um, game. You build houses for workers. Workers are then needed for various uh, um, kind of production lines. So <coughs> forestry. Forestry makes uh, then goes to a mill to make wood. Wood allows you to build other buildings. Uh, you can get coal. Coal allows you to... Uh, um, I guess it's to heat the homes rather than anything because then each of the kind of houses has a few things that they want to be like 
satisfied with. So we've got enough uh, coal. We've got enough uh, cactus water. I think is the uh, um, sort of the food as very such, because nice. um, they're in a desert. It's all very Western based, mm-hmm. um, and there's progression through that. Your your workers or some of your workers can then be upgraded to an engineer. Engineers are used to open up different buildings and different things, and then it takes a bit of a turn. And there's a bit of a story through it to say the planet that they're on is breaking apart, is collapsing, and they need to escape. And they have this uh, sort of AI with them who basically says, I know where to go to get some parts for a rocket ship. Um, But the rocket ship is buried. So your town is built around a mine shaft from an old mine. And once you get to a certain point in building up your town, you then get to go underground and start digging and mining. And it turns into almost a like a Dungeon Keeper style uh, uh, game where you're actually saying, I want to mine out these bits of, of rock. Cool, I then set down, uh, um, I'll mark out this area to be for my miners. So the bigger the area, the more miners I can have. I've got to set up struts so the, you know, the, the ground above doesn't fall in and cave in on us. Uh, that then progresses again. Miners then become, I can't remember what they're called, prospectors maybe, someone a bit more specialist who can mine different levels of things. And all of that then is, again, tied into the above-ground city builder stuff because mm. to get more unlocks underground, you've got to get more un- more buildings above ground. You've got to grow your population. You've got to make your engineers better. Um, and I... Played it. I played the full demo, and it takes you to where you find this first part for a rocket ship, and then stops you there. Yeah. Um, but that, from the kind of icons that are left, probably doesn't even look like I've uncovered maybe half of the things that you can sort of open up. So yeah. there's still a lot of game there to play. Um, lots of stuff I don't know about it. You know, is it always this level? When I start the game up, if I get the game and I start it up, will it be this level again? Or is it kind of procedurally generated maps and areas, monsters that might appear in the uh, uh, in the underground sections? There's lots that I've seen from key art that I haven't done in the underground. Yeah. Like, you know, nothing's appeared, nothing's turned up to sort of scare me off in the underground sections and stuff. Uh, um, there's sort of pictures of, of uh, there might not be guns as such, but sort of defense kind of turrets and stuff like that. So there's a whole element there as well that I haven't um, picked up on. But tonally, it's really good. The voice acting works well. Um, it feels like a, not a SteamWorld game, game not as much as like dig or heisted it feels maybe like i know i didn't play uh the rpg one uh uh quest, quest? yeah which i know you both you and adult did um and i don't know like how his different number one on his game of the year or something wasn't it? yeah quest it could have been actually um i don't know how different that one felt but this just feels almost sort of because it's gone for a more western like a wild west style uh, of aesthetic on top of everything, it just feels a little bit more like Steamworld adjacent, I suppose. Uh, um, and it would be interesting to see because then, as we mentioned, they're working on a lot of games at the moment within <coughs> the franchise. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how all of them pan out if they kind of do tie in together, and it's only through name and that central oh yeah, they're robots kind of uh, idea rather than it being 
within one kind of shared world almost yeah uh, if there's anything that I know about image and form um, well I guess they're it's technically under Thunderfall now or, or, yes. or something like that yeah Thunderfall yeah yeah all of their games um, well at least from the image and form side are just like they're all really good <laughs> regardless mm. of the genre as you say they've done you know Tower Defense Metroidvania um card RPG like they're all just quality games so I mean I don't have interest in this genre um mm. which you know don't have interest in well for the most part like turn based RPGs or card based RPGs um but I played it because of the Steam World uh you know name and mm. mm-hmm. brand recognition I guess yeah. but I think them saying on on the little direct that they're making, they've got like four SteamWorld games in development. I'm not sure if that is including this one or not. Uh, Yes, um, yeah, it is. Okay, so three of us. That's way more interesting. (laughs) You know, it's just like, okay, cool, I can skip this one. Um, Yeah, Um, but it's it's kind of weird. I mean, every every. You know, studio has to grow, and it's like great that they can employ more people and more mm-hmm. ideas around the table. But I just fear that something might be lost, as you say. Like you're getting Steam World vibes, but is it like true Steam World? Mm. Like I, I fear that, like in 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 these four games, maybe something gets lost. Um, maybe not the quality, but maybe the charm and. Of, of like those first however many games they made five games or whatever um, yeah so I mean it's cool that this exists yeah yeah but, you know when I saw it I did think yeah that's a Ben game um, <laughs> it says build it's got build in the title so it's true it's a Ben game yeah absolutely. build a zoo and let's Steam World build and... <laughs> oh mate yeah. that'd be great Steam World build or Steam World Zoo or something. <laughs> yes. uh, again, Maybe be just animals, Planet Zoo, just Planet Zoo with a Steam World skin to it, basically. Um, yeah. I suppose yes, that's, that's the, that does become the problem. Like, when is it suddenly just a skinned game mm. or something completely different? Yeah. You know, is there shared it's the aesthetic? Uh, yeah, it's it's just the aesthetic. Is there shared then kind of names and items and ability? You know, whether it's games with abilities and weapons and that kind of stuff is it. Is it lore that's shared across these games? Yeah. And I don't know with build because obviously I've only played the demo and I don't know how deep any of that kind of goes. Um, but it feels like, and I really want to be wrong, that they're spreading themselves a little thin with that many Perhaps. titles. I think one of the games coming out uh, is a mobile game. Um, oh, is it? Yes. Uh, uh, I didn't watch the whole of the direct. I saw this and I was like, yeah, I might. <laughs> I heard that they said we have three more, uh, you know, in development. I was like, cool, thanks, bye. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Brian. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> so, yeah. A mobile game, you say? Mm, mm. What? What's that? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. Worth having a look if anyone is interested mm. in the SteamWorld games and knowing what's going yeah. coming out. Uh, I think it was saying. Th- Three of those four are coming out this year, including the mobile oh, wow. game and uh, and build. 
Um, builds probably a little bit closer than, than some of those other ones. Um, but also like Thunderfall, working with various other developers and stuff, there's a bunch of games coming out from them soon. Uh, uh, Planet of Lana, yeah. uh, Viewfinder as well, which looks really good. Um, I never get kind of Thunderfall, never really get mentioned much in uh, uh, conversations around publishers who have got like a really decent stable of, of, of games and stuff. But actually, you look at what they've got, and they, they've done really well. Yeah, um, They've yeah. got some really good games on there. Because uh, it was them and Image and Form and Zoink Studios Zoink, like, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. came together. And it's like, I, I love like 99% of their games. Um, and it's just like, yeah, so, you know, them, you know, putting that quality into like their publishing arm, doesn't surprise me, but yeah. Um, maybe I don't like these conglomerations, even though it's a small, <laughs> you know, Scandinavian indie publisher. Maybe there's something that just rubs me the wrong way about that. Potentially. It's like, yeah. why are you consolidating these these days? Maybe, maybe it's that. I don't know. Oh, can, can, I, can I talk about something that made me extremely happy today? Yeah, absolutely. I found out about um, Shadowgate. The team who made the original Shadowgate are making a sequel in a year 2023. Oh, wow. Um, and they've got a Kickstarter for it. And I was like, okay, I'm there day one um, because I'm sick. And <laughs> I need these <laughs> games that are like could run on an NES in my life. Um, and then I was reading like the Kickstarter thingy um, brief. They were like, oh, we're teaming up with... Uh, this in indie called Graph Metal. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, hello. They made like other like indie titles that are like basically Shadowgate. They made one in space and one that's set in like I don't know this fantasy world. And really enjoyed both of them. Mm. Um, and the guy, I think it's just one guy. Um, he was working on <coughs> um, another another game. They're just like free. Um, indie games on itch that were free. I, I think it's G R A H F. Is it Graph? Yes, G R A H F M E T A L. Um, yeah, just free little things on itch.io. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, he was working on a new, um, uh, a new Shadowgate-esque point-and-click uh, adventure game. Nice. And it was like, um, last, I always checked upon his Twitter every now and then. It's like, okay, he went dark because I think he said that, you know, um, got family stuff to sort out or something like that. Right. It's like, okay, I'll check, you know, it's more important. Check back in a few years. Mm-hmm. And then this announcement comes around <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're teaming up with him. It's like, oh, really? This is like two worlds colliding and just made me very happy. It's like yeah. there are still people making these kind of games. I love them. I just love the pixel art and the millions of ways to die. And just, yeah, makes me very happy. So as long as I live to see that release, I'm good. Good. You know? good. So, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, Nintendo and... The other guy who made uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer coming together, people would have been stoked about that, you know? Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, I liked that game, but it's like, eh, 
Zelda, take it or leave it. Crypts of the Necrodancer, especially Rune Games. Eh, leave them. Whereas this, this is, this is the niche <laughs> that I like. Yes. So, nice, yeah. nice. Very happy. Very good, happy. Good. Good. Um, have you been playing anything else this week? Um, I went back to. Uh, I hadn't played anything for like two weeks. Mm. Um, and I just, you know, sat down and was just like, oh, I'm just gonna play Potion Craft because I want to get yeah. back into playing a few games. And went back to it. Um, and then ended up playing like six hours yesterday. <laughs> it's one of those games that are just like vortex. You get sucked down. It. There's no. There's no coming back. Um, Perfect. So, but, but yeah, it's just so, something that's nice to plug away at every now and then. So, um, got back into potion craft, and it's like, okay, I've I've had my feel of this for you know this session. So, on Steam Deck, just be like, well, what can I play that's just like low effort and short? Um, and this game that I bought sometime last year, I think, called Below the Ocean on Steam came out December 2021. Okay. Um, it's about 40 minutes, and it's very good. It's how I want games to be. Um, nice. Like, get in and get out. Say, say what you need to say. <laughs> you know, uh, Put all your mechanics out there. It never overstays its welcome. It's like just the right morsel, just the right yeah. little taste, and it's just like cool. Um, it's a bingo cards, uh, pixel art puzzle platformer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's I really like the the art, and it's like very simple, like free tones. It's like you know, it's like monochromatic black and white, and then just, you know, little tones of blue or yellow in it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's made by, I think, one person. Um, I think his name's... Huh. Yeah, it just popped up on the trailer. Um, Ishmael Rodriguez. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's four levels. Um, and there's, like, not even any credits at the end. So oh, really? it's just, like, very, you know, it's like you complete the fourth level and it's like... That's it. <laughs> yeah, not even any credits, but it'd just be like his name, seemingly. Mm. So it's like, why bother put this in the game? Um, but yeah, it's a it's a physics based uh, puzzle platformer. You're basically this deep sea diver, um, and the whole central mechanic is that you're basically tethered to these oxygen tanks, um, and then it's about getting to the next oxygen tank and right. using you know the tether to like do physics puzzles like you know swing swing around on a, like a fulcrum and stuff like that and get leverage and um reach you know places using the physics and stuff like mm. that which it, it's got you know very floaty um controls but i don't mean that in a negative way i mean that okay. literally you're underwater <laughs> so you have this kind of like you know a, there's less gravitational pull to your jumps, which makes the game, you know, forgiving. Like, there are deaths in it, but it's, like, just instant respawn. Um, it's more about trial and error and figuring the puzzle out rather than mm. being, uh, like, a precision-based platformer that's, say, like, 
Super Meat Boy or something like that, or yep. Celeste. Um, very much focused on the puzzle element, but it's just so well designed in the, in the sense that you never have to think more than five seconds about what you need to do. Um, and it's just about figuring it things out pretty quickly. It's just just flows, pardon the pun, um, just like flows really nicely. And it, it, it develops like new mechanics like, um, you know, killing enemies or, you know, using bubbles to like float and, you know, all the, it, it packs quite a lot into like the 40 minutes. Um, mm. And each, each level out of the four, it probably introduces like, Maybe two or three extra mechanics, but it's just like it doesn't. It's it's not overwhelming. It's not. It, it builds in a really nice and satisfactory, you know, satisfying way. Um, and yeah, it's each level is probably about ten minutes. So it's like nice. In and out within an hour, and it was just like, yes, more, please, <laughs> more of these kinds of games. You know, say what you need to say. Show me everything that you want. It's like you could have dragged out some of these mechanics for like seventy levels, and it's just uh-huh. like, for God's sake, um, no, nah, doesn't do that. It's just very good, very nice, good. Nice. Has it made you? Experience. Has it made you go and look for more games by the um, by the dev at all? Uh no. Shall I look on Steam now? Oh, he, he's made one of it. Well, oh, coming soon. Hazmat Magic. Oh, it's pixel art. Mm. <laughs> Tick. Yeah, add to your wish list. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's just like it's a puzzle platformer. There's a guy in uh, a yellow hazmat. It's very cute, and he's yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah, you'll find cool. out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Ben. Never thought to do that. <laughs> Two things that have made me very happy. <laughs> Good. Perfect. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's been me. Nothing Perfect. else no, to report. Good. Good. Mm. It's. I think it's the way of it. Sort of in in January, isn't it? We we talk about this every mm. year. You know, loads of games get pushed from release in January. You spend a little bit of time kind of catching up on games from last year and and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I dabbled in Elden Ring just a touch more, I think, than when we we spoke last time. Probably you know, getting killed continuously in the same fucking place. <laughs> So I think, like, cool, I'll go and explore somewhere completely different then rather than bashing my head against this anymore. Um, and just generally kind of floating around that mm. game a little bit. Uh, yeah. But it, it's nice to kind of not feel that there's any kind of sense of urgency to, to jump onto a new release or, or play something yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, else for that sort of sense. So it's nice to have that kind of relaxed bit of time. Um, yeah. But something that sprang to my mind as we were talking just now uh, um, we found a game not that long ago. I think it was around um, Halloween kind of time, you know, October-ish, um, for a like a pixel art horror game that released in three parts previously, but the third part was then all of the parts that had come out. Um, and I was thinking That's about it the it other day. Well, I don't know, maybe. What's that the name of the name? Faith? That's or Faith thingy. I picked, I picked that up, I just haven't got around to it yet. Um, I started another uh, horror game. Yes, it is called Iron Faith. Lung. Yes. I, I am Lung. Uh, iron. Oh, Iron Lung. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like I am like. Bread, but you're a Lung just <laughs> flopping around everywhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> now that I play. Um, uh, iron is in the uh, element. Um, yep. Y- yeah, that, it, I haven't finished it yet. Um, I think I'm close to finishing it. Um, atmospheric. Like, hmm. It's very good. Um, gameplay is... It gets kind of tedious. Quickly. Oh, okay. Mm. And um, there hasn't been any scares yet. So unless there's like one big scare that gives me a literal heart attack at the end. Um, <laughs> I'm a wuss with horror games as it is. Uh, so if it can't like scare me, then what are we doing here? Yeah, but yeah. I-, I just heard a lot of people talking quite highly of it last year. <laughs> and it's just like... Eh, eh. Atmospherically, <laughs> you know the sound design, and mm. you're in this very small, like submarine, very claustrophobic. But maybe it's not claustrophobic because I'm literally playing it on like a 32 inch screen, um, rather than the Steam Deck. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is it one of those kind of like, does it deserve that horror tag or not really? <sighs> not at the moment, because <laughs> <laughs> all I see, basically, you're just down there to take pictures. Of what is in this blood ocean. Because, um, right. uh, you know, apocalyptic, the world's over. Um, you know, planets are dying slash dead. Trying to find new signs of life or, you know, habitation or whatever it is. Take some photos of some whale bones <laughs> under the scene. It's like, cool. <laughs> it's like, will I at least get swallowed by the whale? Maybe. You know, a bit Pinocchio off in it, or do I fight the whale, Moby Dick style? What, what, what are we doing? Um, so yeah, not not too impressed so far, but fair, fair. Pro- probably only got like twenty minutes left. It's it's not a long game. Mm. Uh, half half the struggle was figuring out what do I do <laughs> at the start of the game. Just said, go to Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I'm in this submarine, I keep bashing into walls and just dying immediately. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly it just clicks, you're like, oh yeah. It's because they give you a map and it's like, you have to get to coordinates on the map. But I was like, the map is like kind of like... Is it, is it topographical, where it's got, mm-hmm. like, depths and stuff yep. like that? And I didn't realise that it was signifying that it was, ah. like, th- there's only so much of the map where you can navigate. And I was like, right. oh, it's in the dark, darker shaded part where I'm navigating. Okay, so yeah. But maybe a bit dumb on my part, but yeah. <laughs> when, I, when it was like, oh, I guess it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll play this game After slightly three differently now. <laughs> yeah. I get it there. Nice. Oh. Um, and the angles that I need to take the picture at is not exactly the same as the angles. Because <laughs> I, I understand basic maths, you know. So it's just like, I know there's 360 degrees to a circle. So, yeah, I don't know. Whale bones. Whale bones. Okay. Loads of whale bones. Um, <laughs> should we have a, uh, just finish out on a, on a mini topic um, mm-hmm. for the episode. Um, you, Lucy, shared in our Discord... Um, a post about uh, GoldenEye coming back out. That, you know, it, it was a deal because I don't care about GoldenEye, but 
So yeah, I commented on it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you did comment on it. Uh, um, the idea that Goldeneye is being re-released or has Re- been re- kind of remastered. Yeah, yeah, yes, remastered um, rather than remade. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, 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 like, firstly, does does Golden have any nostalgia for you at all? No, no, um, no, and I hate the N sixty four controller. There's a reason why I didn't buy that console. Um, so yeah, it, it's or I'll get it bought. When we uh, got together in Bristol for the beer festival, and we went over to that God, uh, yeah. bar with all of the you subjected um, me. No, get it right. You subjected me to holding that controller and <laughs> slapping a bag. Exactly. Like, yes, and we played and we played Goldeneye. I think <sighs> it very quickly became apparent how aged. Yes. that game had become um so it would be interesting to see what this new product brings whether it is a faithful recreation whether they have played with the controls a little bit or, or, or something like that but one thing that was you know that you brought up which we don't know whether it's true or not uh it may be i haven't fact checked it um was you were mentioning that it doesn't have multiplayer on the xbox a... version Online multiplayer, yeah, it doesn't have online. That, that's a local, but who, who's who's doing it? I mean, there? that seems like a crazy decision. I don't even think it, it was theirs to make, because Nintendo Switch has the online multiplayer thing, because as far as I know about this game, like, Microsoft wanted to do it, like, 20 years ago when they acquired Rare. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe not 20, probably 15 or something yeah. years ago. Nintendo and whoever owns the James, that particular James Bond film, um, I don't know, it could be like Lion, or like MGM or someone like that. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, having to compromise with them, and Nintendo were just like, no. Um, <laughs> I, I think they even maybe even started making it. Maybe it was finished or something like that, but. Um, you know, fast forward till last couple of years, there was always rumours of it. Mm. Um, I think it got delayed, supposedly because of you know, it was meant to come out last year, I think on an anniversary or something. But because of the war in Ukraine, mm-hmm. anything you know related to Russia <laughs> was uh, swept under the carpet. Um, especially like Nintendo side, like the you know, um, what's the name of that uh, tactics game that they've indefinitely delayed because of the um, war in Ukraine? Um, I don't know. God, I never played it. Um, people love it, though. Um, war something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's only coming out now because, you know, there's enough distance between the breakout of the war and now, I guess. But, right. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I don't know, but the rumour is that the only compromise Microsoft could do to get this out was for the Switch version mm-hmm. to have online multiplayer and the Xbox version doesn't. Right. It's a weird thing, it's stupid. I think when people play the Switch version online, if they want to, they're going to be like, this is dumb, why are we playing this in 2023? Because it hasn't aged well. And I don't know how much work they've done to it. I don't know if it's like yeah, yeah. Um, the Quake, the Quake remasters that um, 
uh, Xbox put out on Game Pass. Like those are fantastic and still play really well. So I don't know if it's going to be like that. So no, does it? Have any because it's it's fullness like I've got great nostalgia for you know Goldeneye and mm-hmm. that does only extend to having played it recently just to the memory of that and I, and again yeah. I've got no want let's say to play this um, I would imagine it's going to be on Game Pass when it comes out yes it is. Have you got any kind of inkling to to even try it? I suppose so, you know because it's on Game Pass potentially just to just to boot it up and go cool. Let's just see what the campaign's like for the first sort of level, perhaps. Uh, to see the square blocky faces, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, otherwise, I don't think so. Mm. Um, I mean, it's it, it's there if it's on Game Pass. If it doesn't leave Game Pass. Maybe one day I'll get some weird inkling to play it, but yeah, it's it's just not anything that I'm nostalgic for, mm-hmm. or yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a cool thing that it's come out, and it's like this is this is good, like you know. Even though I think it was part, was it part of? I don't think it was part of Rare Replay, so no, I don't think it was. So yeah, yeah. So maybe just like from. Um, a uh, what's it called? Not cataloging, but just like you know, video game. It's all weird. Completionism. Have to play every single game. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, not restoration. No, just just, just well, having like, them like available. A preservation, sort of. That's uh, the word. That's the word. Yeah, from a. Yeah, preservation point of view. Um, I think it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Rather than having to get your N sixty four out and blow in the cart every time you want to try and play <laughs> yeah. It instead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For people who, I mean, uh, look at um, something as not as old as uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Like mm. it, that's backward com- backwards compatible. It's just so easy just to have the disc in the drive. And yeah. Just play it when I want. But um. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good. Okay, cool. Mm. Uh, you know, listeners, if you're going to be playing Goldeneye or you have fond memories of it, let us know. Um, you know, you might entice. What is it going to be on? It's Switch and Xbox, I think. Is yeah. 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 Maybe PC I, I Game think... Pass. God knows. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just, you know, it's it's nice when something old comes out and it's new again, just even for that week, I guess. And mm. then, you know, you bounce off it or whatever, but I guess that bit of euphoria is now nice for, like, a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, cool. Let's finish up there um, for the evening. Uh, circle back round to our beers. Um, Lucy, how how's this one gone down? I, I stopped drinking it because it, it just became so dry and bitter mm. that it was like actually like and chalky it was just irritating my throat and i only had so much water so it's just like uh, it's just gonna make me cough so i mean yeah half left might go down the sink (laughs) 
Again. Again. There's been some. This is a common occurrence. Yeah, well, I mean, as we've mentioned, there's been a couple of good ones. You've had a couple of, you know, reasonable uh, um, alcohol-free beers. But I think on episodes, we're almost two for two now with drain pours. Um, we had four or five over over four episodes. Um, so yeah, you're you're, you're almost fifty percent with, with drain mm-hmm. pours to mm-hmm. not. Um, well, and that's just those. There's been others where it's like, okay, the podcast ended and I forgot to drink it. <laughs> just, it's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> Find it the next morning. Like, what beer was that? this? Who knows? Just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. It's probably already evaporated by the <laughs> water. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this, this clear head, uh, it stayed decent throughout the beer as well. Uh, the bitterness disappeared a little bit. Um, sort of as I was about halfway through, um, stops being quite as uh, as apparent. But you know, decent, decent beer. Very easy to just crack another one open uh, and drink. And as I said, it, it, it is quite refreshing as well. So as soon as you sort of like sip it, you're like, oh yeah, I, I could just keep drinking this, which is you nice. know that, that's kind of I suppose what a, a 05 percent an alcohol-free beer wants to hit, doesn't it? It wants to have that kind of drinkability and just enough of a flavor to keep people coming back to it yeah yeah that's that's good um i might have to keep an eye out for it it's i think it's sold in quite a lot of uh places actually okay. uh, you know I, I i well i say quite a lot of places anyway you can get bristol beer factory beers i would imagine mm-hmm. this is now sort of on standard uh, um one of their core kind of beers uh, um that might come out. I found it just round the corner, um, with all the other Bristol Beer Factory beers that he's he's had. And it was mm-hmm. the first time he'd had this in, I think, um, a week ago, or not even a week ago, probably. Um, so yeah, I would uh, yeah. very much recommend Clearhead from Bristol Beer Factory if people are looking for an alcohol-free beer. I think it's the only okay. one I would okay. actually recommend from all of the beers that I have uh, drank. Uh, Lucy, you'd recommend the Brulo, I think as well um as you say it's got that sweetness to mm-hmm. it so um i don't know if i'd recommend mm. it but it's like the one that i'm i've gelled with most yeah, yeah, so far yeah. although cool. the chug from mash gang oh, yeah. is quite nice mm. as well yeah nice um good so mm-hmm. that's it that's the end of january almost um we'll be back on alcoholic beers uh from the next episode uh if you have been listening along and you've been trying some alcohol free beers let us know uh at mm. tanked up cast on the socials i'm at nova underscore 47 lucy is in need of a heavy heavy <laughs> stout i think <laughs> might have to as you say just hit the bottle shelf in yeah, yeah, yeah. next week <laughs> um i'm gc loose nine good uh, and everyone should come to outoflives.net to Look at our lovely faces and the beers that we are drinking on our video version. Uh, looking at other things on Outlaws on it, like uh, um, Kyle's articles that go up kind of every week. Lee puts a lot of reviews up as well. And there's you know occasional stuff from Lucy and I uh, when we find some time to write. Uh, I think that's everything everywhere. Rate and review us on your podcast service of choice because it always helps. And we'll be back next week with hijinks. Uh, laughter, joy, uh, you know, all the things. And a deal. Yes, well. Adil, yes. All the, yeah. I was going to say all the things that were missing with the alcohol, but all the things that were missing without a deal. That's the, that's the yeah. actual thing we should be saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but this yes. week, we have been tanked up. Goodbye. Ciao.
www.outoflives.net.